Hey friends, lots of new things are going on in my life. And I don't have time to tell you about all of them, so I'm just going to pick one. You know what? I'll preview all of them, and then I'll tell you specifically about one. Alpine is popping off. Um, I think it's hilarious how I put a year of my life, like full-time weeks, into Livewire and worked so hard on this thing. And then Alpine, I just kind of like farted out, and it's probably going to be way more popular than Livewire. <laughs> it's like the universe's cruel joke on me. Um, but it's not it's not entirely accurate because, A, I basically wrote Alpine for Livewire. You know, like I, I had already learned how to write a front-end framework, so it was really easy for me to write. And it came out of months and months and months and months of just kind of like chipping away at a problem and then, I don't know, the solution just kind of hit me all at once. Um, and Alpine is in the JavaScript community. And who doesn't love a new JavaScript framework? Like, oh, it's crazy. You want to be rich and famous? Just build a JavaScript framework and everybody will think it's the hotness for a while. We'll see if it stands the test of time. I mean, I think it will um, because it is different than... It's, it's the stimulus killer. Like, if you've used stimulus... I hate stimulus. Stimulus sucks. Um, I'm sorry. That, that was rash of me. Stimulus is great in its uh, ethos and philosophy, but if you ever wrote it, I do not like it. So Alpine, in my mind, is the stimulus killer. Um, So I've been refactoring people's stimulus code to Alpine and haven't really run across any shortcomings yet. I mean, stimulus is so simple and dumb anyway, like it's, it does even more than it. So anyway, enough trashing stimulus and hyping my own thing. If you're interested in Alpine, go check it out. It's pretty exciting. Okay, that's Alpine. Um, oh, which, by the way, is the new name for Project X, if you didn't follow that at some point, because I realized I didn't record any episodes since I talked about Project X. But that's that. So Livewire, on to Livewire. Um, I am very excited about Livewire. I'm going to be launching 1.0 at Laracon US in Fe- or Laracon Online in February, and that's going to be pretty great. And uh, But basically, so what I want is to get it, I want to build an app with it personally and get it to where I want it to be um, and then launch 1.0. So now I'm in that phase where like, okay, I have to start building things myself with it and putting them out there. So I'm going to create, like Inertia has Ping CRM. It's like a little sample app you can download that's written with Inertia. Livewire needs something like that for sure. And I've wanted to do it for a long time, but I've just, you know, kicked the can down the road. Well, I'm I'm now um, drinking from the can. Is that the proper metaphor? So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to create an application and it's going to be open sourced and it's going to be my idea of what a perfect application written or what perfect Livewire or whatever, how I would write an application with LiveWord, my goal is to make it your everyday average Laravel app with tables and forms and modals and drop downs and slide outs and date pickers and blah, blah, blah. Maybe some comments, maybe some real-time chat, maybe some infinite scrolling, maybe some deferred loading. There are tons of opportunities there. And I may uh, record screencasts about the whole process and put them into a course or a paid subscription thing like LiveWireCasts because... Uh, your homeboy has to make some loot on Livewire pretty soon before he goes broke or his wife kicks him out of the house and makes him get a real job at a local Costco. Um, So barring that event, uh, we'll see what I'm going to do with that. So keep your eye out for that. It's actually been really fun already. Um, 
I have a, the master branch open in one tab of Livewire, and then I have the app I'm building. I'm calling it Project L, by the way, because I punted on the name again. Um, and I have Project L open in another tab. And as I work on it, basically my, my goal is like, I want it to be perfect. So anytime I encounter anything that's imperfect, whether it's Livewire or Laravel, I will attack the problem. So that's what I've been doing. So I've already like made a ton of changes to my local Livewire install to make the whole experience just better and to, you know, hone it um, because now I'm using it uh, and I want it to be perfect. So uh, also Laravel, I encountered something I wanted in Laravel. I hit up Taylor and he liked the idea. So I PR'd it to the framework. It's a tiny, tiny thing, but um, he's totally on board with, with uh, terraforming Laravel. Uh, that's a big word. I'll just say with making changes to Laravel to support Liveware and make it better. So that is huge that I have his support. Oh, I haven't even got to the Trello part. So the other day I met a bear and his name was Jonathan Rennick. Um, so Jonathan Rennick and I paired the other day and he was kind of showing me around his SaaS app that he has. And we were talking about like, if it even be possible to do something that like that in Livewire, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, like how would you do something like this? And he did some really heavy JavaScript stuff. I mean, this app, that dude's nuts. Like he's, he's doing some crazy stuff. This app, <laughs> he's got like this data table of, of data and you can just like drag and drop on any kind of like in Excel, like in any column um, in a row and like drag rows and edit in batch and really nutso stuff. And then he's got this report builder where you can like drag, there's like a column order thing on the left and you can like sort the columns just by dragging them in a different order and the whole page refreshes. So right now it's not written in inertia, it's mostly Vue.js and I think Turbolinks, um, but I imagine that's probably why he built inertia was basically to like it's I remember talking to him in the early days and he was like, should I call it Turbo View and restrict it to the view or should I open it up? And then he named it Turbolinks and opened it up. But basically, uh, so I started messing with this drag thing. We were pairing on it, how I could make a plugin for Liveware to do this this drag ability. Long story short, I ended up writing Trello in it last night um, with Livewire and this little draggable utility that we created. And the thing, so that that's pretty cool. And it, it really just kind of showed me like, whoa, okay. So I, in my mind, I thought Livewire is good for like form submissions and little stuff where you'd normally write an Ajax request. And then the really nitty gritty fancy stuff, you got to use JavaScript or Vue or something like that. Well, I think I'm changing my tune, especially with Alpine coming out. And here's the, re the revelation I had. I'm like, why is it why is it that the sorting thing is so clean? So here's what we're achieving with sorting. Using this JavaScript sorting library, I can have three rows uh, of HTML. And I can, let's say that those are stored, they're generated from Blade. They're stored in an array in Livewire, like called, let's say they're to-dos. They're called to-dos. There's three to-dos. And I loop for each of them in Blade, and I show those three to-dos in their own span tags, or maybe their own li tags within a UL. And if you can drag them around, and the JavaScript library, while you're dragging won't really touch the order of the DOM, but then when you let go, um, or maybe it does, who knows, whatever. When you're dragging, you're messing with the DOM, and then when you let go, the DOM is in its final state, right? So if I have foo bar baz, and I drag bar in front of foo, and I drop it, the HTML has changed, and now the first li is bar, and then foo, and then baz. Okay, so you can hook into these drag stop events, so that when you let go of the mouse, there's an event. And I can fire off a live wire request that says, hey, Here's the new order of the to-dos. It can update the data, 
re-render the blade, and when the blade comes back to the front end to do its DOM diffing, there's no difference because it's all data-driven. So I don't know if you're following this, but this is the key. Basically, okay, here's what it was. I thought Liveware was good for pessimistic UIs. That means like UIs that hang on the server before they update. So let's say you're adding a card to a Trello column. When you hit enter to add the card, if you want to store it in the database, and this is even with Vue.js, like a pessimistic approach is to wait for the Ajax request to finish, then reload all the columns, which will have your new card. An optimistic UI is one where you type into uh, uh, the add card thing, you hit enter, it adds it immediately with JavaScript, and then it makes the server round trip. So I thought Liveware is no good for pessim for optimistic UIs. It's more for pessimistic UIs. But it's totally not at all. And this is why. If you think of your HTML as a data trans as a transport protocol, data transfer protocol, I don't know, whatever. This is something DHH talks about with Turbolinks. He's like, why does why is JSON the only transport the only valid transport protocol? HTML is a fine transport protocol. So if you think about about HTML as if it's your data, so take the same pattern of an optimistic UI like Trello written in Vue. You'd have some piece of data that is your schema of the columns and the cards and everything. Then when you when you add a, a card, you update that schema so you're you know, you push to some array or something, and then your template automatically refreshes. And then in the background, you send off an Ajax request to the back end and you get it back. And maybe it has the exact same JSON payload on its way back, and then you swap it into the object so that when you refresh the page, you can get, you know, a fresh, a fresh schema. So basically what I'm saying is LiveWire can do the same thing with HTML. If you make an HTML change with JavaScript, and if the state is driven from the back end, you can then, then on the next refresh, if you lazily update the state, LiveWire won't find any issue with the DOM diff. Oh, I know nobody's tracking this because I'm barely tracking it. But it is a revelation and it's huge and LiveWire can be used for so many more things than I thought it would. It's 1010. Bye. Thank you for listening.